Let's head over to the KRDO Newsline now, joined by ABC News correspondent Lou Martinez from the Pentagon as that surveillance balloon from China may be triggering some U.S. actions against Beijing. Good morning, Lou. What is uh, the very latest in this ongoing saga? Good morning. The action that the United States is thinking of carrying out um, would be probably the economic, probably like economic sanctions against the companies that worked with the People's Liberation Army, which is the name essentially for China's military, um, that worked with the PLA um, in developing the, the balloons that were used as part of the spy surveillance program. So um, these are companies, civilian companies, that worked with the military in developing them, and so the United States would target them uh, economically. Um, the other consideration is probably more diplomatic. In this case, the United States would continue to call out China by providing more evidence that this was a spy surveillance, uh, you know, a balloon spy per surveillance program and working with other countries around the world on to call out China. But I think that's where we're at right now, because as we've seen, the, the major military action that took place was the actual shootdown of this balloon last weekend. A, a shootdown that, uh, from all accounts, appears to have been successful in at least retrieving some of the technology. It, it does, does that explain why, I, I mean, whatever response the U.S. may have um, seems a little muted because at the same time, we are now in possession of some of their technology that that country may not have wanted us to have. No, that's exactly right, Shannon, because the United States is looking, actively looking for the debris field for this balloon as it was shot down. They still haven't found the main part of the payload, which is what had those multiple antennas that U.S. officials talked about yesterday before Congress. Um, but uh, they are going to get a lot of information from it when they do find it. Um, but they also had imagery from U-2 spy planes that were accompanying uh, the balloon as it flew across the Midwest. Um, that's how they determined that it was carrying those multiple antennas. They could probably intercept communications, though it's unclear exactly which ones. Uh, so, yeah, so the United States, uh, they've gleaned what they have and are going to get even more information. And so the question is now, does China actively continue with this program now that they've been called out by it? Uh, because it's not just the United States, but it's going to be international pressure as well, since it's believed that they violated the airspace of more than 40 countries. Yeah, and we know this wasn't the first time. Of course, you know, uh, last week really captured a lot of headlines, but there was what? Uh, now reports coming out that there were at least three other similar flights during the Trump administration as well. So definitely a pattern of action on China's behalf. So what, if anything, could really kind of dissuade them from doing this again when they've been doing it for so long? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think they were getting away with it um, because they, you know, as even the United States has admitted this week, they've acknowledged that those three incidents during the Trump administration and another one early on during the Biden administration went undetected. Um, and they even you have the general in charge of NORAD acknowledging reporters earlier this week that uh, this was a domain awareness gap, a, a fancy way of saying we didn't know it was up there. And so uh, they've addressed that now, of course, and they were able to track this balloon as it made its way over. Um, but this is part of a major effort by China to develop new technologies. Sure, they have satellites, but when you have these balloons that maybe could loiter and linger over specific areas, unlike satellites that are going to continue to move, um, it's a, there's a benefit to it. But I think they thought they could get away with it. Um, and in this case, uh, but by, by now, 
Um, the United States knew what they were looking at, and so that's why they were able to track it, and that's why we had this major international incident. And, and in the meantime, uh, also China is is blaming politics for uh, some of the reactions to the balloon, not really, uh, you know, expressing too much in the way of apology. Yeah, there was an initial re- expression of regret by the Chinese foreign ministry in their first statement, but then after that. Um, that disappeared, and what you saw was a doubling down that this was a, a, a weather balloon that was blown off course, essentially. That's their argument. Um, and this, they say that the United States shootdown was an overreaction. So that's the line that they're going to maintain, uh, but I think you're also going to see that the line from the United States is that they're going to probably release more information. Now, remember, this information that was presented before Congress yesterday was declassified because a lot of what the United States knows about this program is classified. So the more information that they get by um, recovering the materials off the ocean floor, maybe more information that will be made public. And public, uh, publicly calling out China could dissuade China from continuing with this program in the future. Lou, uh, initially there was, uh, it seemed like, a lot of political fodder uh, for foes of President Biden uh, and and, uh, his military policies for not immediately downing this balloon. After the downing of it that happened off the Atlantic coast, uh, do you you think that, I I mean, does that still continue to be political ammunition that can be used against uh, the Democrats? Or do you think uh, some of it uh, now is going to be more muted? It's going to be a little bit of both. Uh, Yesterday, there was a classified briefing from senators and members of the House of Representatives, uh, senior Pentagon officials going up there and explaining in classified form what they know. And afterwards, you saw a divide. Again, Republicans saying you should have shot it down earlier, how this this craft should not have been allowed to uh, fly across the Midwest uh, all the way to the Atlantic. Uh, But at the same time, a hearing that I watched, you saw a Democratic senator from Montana. Uh, he was very upset. You saw the Republican senator from um, Alaska, Lisa Murkowski. She was very upset. Why didn't you shoot it down close to Alaska? This means to me that you don't think that Alaska is as important as the rest of the continental United States. So at, at that level, that becomes local politics, and it transcends party affiliation. But I think it's going to be a continuation of both because uh, the arguments that whether this should have been shot down early on uh, is going is to continue, I think. And um, the other argument is going to be, well, if we let it fly across the United States, then what was the benefit of doing so? And you're hearing the administration say it is a benefit because we've learned so much intelligence-wise about this program and this particular balloon system. Absolutely. And as uh, somebody who covered and you know worked in Alaska for about four years, I think a lot of those sentiments uh, – we kind of are echoed not just by Lisa, but really a lot of people up in the uh, 49th state. So, Lou, we appreciate the uh, time. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it.